This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. This week, David Ellefson admitted to four or five masturbating encounters with a teenage girl over FaceTime. He should have just used a Doritos bag instead. On that note, Sean is on the show tonight. Hey, Sean. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Hey, Sean. I like how uh, Chuck uses British accent for the second time saying your voice. So it's very nice of him. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sid. Hey, Darren. Hey. Welcome to the live cast. Hello, hello. And rape. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he never left. Yeah. Sean. <laughs> welcome back, buddy. You right. are a fat earther. Sean's wearing a fat earther shirt. I like it. I get it. It's for fat. Do you, though? Do you get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a play on flat earther, but sure. you don't. I hope you don't think the earth is flat. No, I think it's fat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that I agree with. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the earth could stand to lose some weight. It's true. She's a little bloated, but you know, I'm not trying to fat oh. you at all. But it's, oh, you're gendering the earth as a woman. I mean, well, it's, it's Mother it's Earth. Mother Earth. Yeah. Those mm. mountains are getting a little out of hand there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many white clothes. <laughs> if you if you're getting out of hand, give us a ring a ding ding two one three wide nut. That's the number. It's two one three nine four three three six eight eight. Noah could not join us this week. She has some previous obligations to her day job, and uh, but we have a great show, uh, and we're excited to have Sean back. Sean used to be a co-host of the show until he got a life, and uh, then uh, he checks in with us occasionally. Sean, where are you? Uh, broadcasting from where are you beaming uh, in from still and where i was last time which you lovingly refer to as seanberg which is which is really seanberg illinois but uh <laughs> yeah. so i've been out i've been out here now since like mid-august which is weird super weird <laughs> wherever you yeah. live is seanberg what wherever you live is seanberg yeah it's correct it's correct yeah are you planning on staying there permanently, or is this still just a temporary thing? Well, no. Uh, work says that we got to be back in the office after Labor Day, so they kept, but they so they put a stake in the sand. But um, I don't know if that means like a light switch, or if that's like you know, a tiered system. Like these people got to get back. These digital people are like low down on the down the chain. But so we have no idea the specifics. Basically, my boss is just like sit tight. She doesn't want me to like come back in August and get a lease, and then suddenly we're back in quarantine or something. Or we're yeah. Like, some deal I and mean, then how do you feel about going back to work like live do you be apprehensive about it or what <laughs> uh if i was being brutally honest uh half of me is like what is that even going to look like i don't want to be in a building if we're all going to be still wearing masks because mm-hmm. no one can legally ask if you like got your vaccine or whatnot but uh oh, really because yeah I, i'm well I, i'm lucky that i have an office but like my designers i would hate for them to have to just sit next to each other you know masked up and whatnot um but on the other hand like i love remote work yeah <laughs> it, it just completely fits uh i've turned it i told rob last night i've turned into like a like a suburban sitcom dad like i'm, I'm grilling i'm grilling a lot <laughs> it's been good for a lot of people it's been shitty for a lot of people but it's like i feel like um you know, we're going to have to go back to a world that was uncomfortable in a lot of ways, like when yeah. this shit ends, you know? Right. I mean, I, I get up out of here, I take a shower there, and then I come sit right here. <laughs> That's my commute in the morning, which is That's wonderful. 
Fantastic. <laughs> Losing the commute was uh, one of my favorite things. And also like, eventually I was like, Oh, there's all this stuff that I used to do that uh, on my commute that I don't do anymore, but I'd rather have that time. Cause if you think about it, that could be like, you know, f- for me, it was always one, uh, like an hour each way, basically with walking and everything. And it's like, that's two hours a day of my life, 10 hours a week. I get back. But also to be fair, you lost your commute like 10 years before everyone else did. You didn't mm-hmm. lose it because of COVID. Right. Oh, I, I wasn't implying that I okay. was. I didn't mean to. Yeah. Yeah. I've been self-employed. Yeah. For like a decade now. So yeah, I've, I'm fully in hermit mode. So you've had Sean's commute to his bed, at, from his bed to his toilet for 11 years. Ooh, Rob, no. Yeah. Well, my, my commute is a little further because my computer area is in my living room and my bedroom. Is uh, I thought you were just going to do a brag on how bigger your apartment is than Sean's. <laughs> well, I mean, I have my own living room. I can't imagine Sean has a smaller space than Rob now that he's out in oh, no, flyover no. country. Yeah, it's a, we're in a big two bedroom with patio like apartment in suburbs. Like it's a it's, it's an apartment. It's not a like a private home. No, it's like one of those joints where it's like uh, it's like three stories and there's like six units, you know, kind of in it. And there's a bunch of those buildings on all neighborhood with like parking lots. You, you know? have little singles mixers with all the other young hip professionals in there get the emails that they're apparently having some big water balloon thing on juneteenth which sounds tone deaf (laughs) (laughs) how many of those people are not white (laughs) but uh yeah they had no answer i'm just gonna gloss right over that (laughs) (laughs) but uh no they have those things and they have like a little whatever they have the egg hunt for kids and shit on easter and whatnot but uh, that yeah. sounded like a dirty word. Yeah. <laughs> the egg hunt? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's nice uh, being able to spread out. I like driving. I like the going for a walk and actually seeing, like, wide open skies and forest preserves and all that kind of BS and shit. But, so you're dreading returning to New York, it sounds like. 110%. So if you didn't have to come back to New York, you would not come back to New York. Correct. Correct. But big portions of my job require me to be in the building, filming things, doing whatever, blah, blah. Uh, so that's, it's not really a remote job. So I have a question. Did they have to cancel the, uh, Ramadan weenie roast last year or did that go on <laughs> off as planned? <laughs> oh, you mean, you mean that it's complex now, not yes. at his job. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> SNL still went ahead with that sketch. Right. <laughs> they did not cancel. Yeah. Wildly panned that sketch. <laughs> well, now also uh, at your complex, do they do the Shavat thing where like they bring the lemon and the stock? Is that Shavat? Am I everything in the right? Shavuos. Shavuos. I won't, I won't hold Rob accountable for mispronouncing anything Hebrew because <laughs> who the fuck? Like they, they have eight different pronunciations for everything. But, uh, have you have you run into an Orthodox Jew in, in, in your neck of the woods in, in Illinois? Yes. Oh, you mentioned Sean. Never <laughs> Actually, I'm in a mm, I'm in a very heavily Indian and Latino area, and then maybe like Polish. I haven't. There's not too many. Yeah, I haven't seen any Orthodox Jews in here. Mm. Like a lot of uh, hookah joints for some reason. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, Rob's but, on a plane to Schaumburg now. <laughs> well, the hookah joints, they, they always only have tobacco, so it's, it's not fun. They don't like you put weed in it. It allegedly ruins the hookah, which... Not to blow up the hookah spots, but they were going mask-free way before we got any kind of... Well, how are you going to get that pipe how, in your mouth? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, no shit. got to get that pipe in your mouth. 
<laughs> episode <laughs> title. <laughs> I didn't think they had like a neon open sign on, but you know, people knew. <laughs> Get on in there, mass off, and just have a good time. So, so are you vaccinated, Sean, or or, or do you not want to say? No, no, I 100% am. I, I feel people that aren't as, unless you medically can't get it, that gets a pass. But it's just, it's unnecessary not to get it now. Does any of you guys not? <laughs> Anti-vax, I don't know. All of us are not vaccinated, Sean. How dare you? Walk me into that one. <laughs> yeah. Everyone so, on this episode is pro-vaccine. Okay, good. That's what I'll say. Oh, all right. Um, I won't try to read into that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it took me a little bit to get it because when we got them available out here is when I went back to New York for those three weeks to pack up my apartment and put in storage and then came back here and then had to find an appointment and blah, 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 blah. So a lot of friends and shit, family had to wait before I did. Mm. Yeah. No side effects, no nothing. Not even like day after the second shot? Nothing. Illness? And knocked me on my ass. Like Mike Tyson rocked you in the arm for a day or two, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. I just felt a little tired at most. Yeah. Like when I would run upstairs, I would feel like, oh man, I feel like I run twice as many stairs. That's it. Yeah. Rob developed a fourth butt cheek (laughs) from the vaccine. Can we see it? (laughs) Uh, Well. Uh, no, we can't. But on the topic of the vaccine, that bring, that reminds me, I'm not sure if this was on our links page, but friend of the show, Phil Labont. Oh, boy. Uh, you've, you've done that for so long. Like, is it really Labont or is it Labonte? It's Labonte. Okay. I thought maybe uh, I had it wrong and, and thinking it was Labonte. Labonte. <laughs> That's how Dave Mustaine says it. It's French. <laughs> I speak that. Uh, <laughs> let me just see. Uh, hold on. I, I want to find this uh, interview that he did. So last week on the show, I think we talked about this. Uh, there is a punk show happening where they're charging, you know, $18 at the door if you have the vaccine. And if you don't have the vaccine, they're charging $1,000 for you to get in. That's the that's the gimmick. I applaud that. <laughs> And uh, so that's the setup that you need. So now, Filibante, noted libertarian, uh, he appeared on this program, and I actually got a, a press release for it from them. So this network is called Rightly, oh. like wrongly or rightly kind of thing, right? And or is I it wrongly re- or rightly or leftly or rightly? Yeah, that's what I. What oh, okay, there we go. I was just trying to explain the uh, the spelling, but th- that works. Oh, as well. I, I got you. Yeah, yeah. All right, I understand. Uh, but uh, um, so he was on the show, and I actually looked up this network because I've never heard of it before. It's actually a subdivision of Al Jazeera. Uh, it's just they're like it's like their platform for right leaning voices. <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. All right. I, I well, the, here you go. Uh, so, um. Uh, the press release I got is like Filibante responds like has punk rock gone woke, which it's like what what like hasn't it always been woke? from 1978? Yeah, that's when it went. <laughs> but so I'm gonna play some. Uh, we could play some of this and then and discuss it because somehow it went from uh, talking about that to how websites such as this one 
cover Mr. Labont. So I thought that was pretty funny. So we can just watch some of this. So unfortunate freeze frame. Somebody step on his face. Just today or just the that's other a day space. A punk he looks like if the Undertaker was a wet towel and somebody wrung him out. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> scarily accurate. <laughs> oh my God. Concerts that if you are vaccinated, you get in for 18. Also, the, these two hosts, uh, Iris, I look like happening? they look like people whose opinion I would respect. It looks like if Milo Yiannopoulos and Ben Shapiro had two sons. <laughs> also, Ben. <big. laughs> Well, you guys are dunking on them, but I, I just want to point out they're both wearing glasses. I mean, that's a big indicator that they're supreme intellectuals. <laughs> and they have books there, too. Oh, and you're right. Boba Fett helmet. Oh is that, no, is that Kylo Ren? No. Oh, Kylo Ren. Sorry. Much better. But if you're not vaccinated, you're right. I underestimate. How can you call yourself punk rock when you're saying if you do what the government says, it's 18 bucks, but if you want to be an individual, it's a thousand dollars. So, oh my god! So he <laughs> he is basically saying being an individual, not getting the vaccine, is being an individual because you're, you know, the government says you should obey like crosswalk signs and and red lights. Yeah, should you be an individual and not do that? Like, what is the that? The government like, says th- you shouldn't stab people to death. Mm-hmm. Are you only punk rock if you then go and stab people to death? Yeah. <laughs> he, so old Gigi Allen is the only <laughs> punk, basically. And you really call yourself a punk if you don't run out into crosswalks and get hit by a Cadillac? <laughs> I mean, come on. Right. Come on. You got to throw yourself into the gears of oppression. You got to stop, <laughs> stop it. That probably sounds better than any of the music at this show, to be honest. <laughs> the grinding of those gears upon Viscera. Poor uh. <laughs> individuals, you know beat it get out of here I, I i can't see how that is in any way punk rock but apparently that's what punk rock is today uh yeah i, I played you know, in the punk uh, scene so. for most of my my early 20s and in college <laughs> excuse and me say the per- <laughs> yeah this, yeah this guy in the punk scene his early 20s man <laughs> person with the least street cred among modern punks today uh, he was in a Jimmy band called Rotten threat to minors sex pistols because he's the only <laughs> A person who still hates the government, <laughs> no matter yeah. who it is, and and young punks just think he's just some, I don't know, just like some. Does he hate the government? He, he was about? a Trump supporter, Johnny Rotten. Oh, for fuck's yeah. sake! Yeah. Weird. Johnny Rotten never had any actual ideology. Like, this is Come on. Who we are. Um, we're you know you, you look at. It used to be where people would make fun of Hot Topic and, and be like, oh, ha, 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 Hot Topic punks. But now that's every, th- yeah. every punk because it's only a look. <laughs> it's only a style. It's not an attitude. It's not really a lifestyle. It's, it's literally uh, – this, this is a man who has his ear to the streets. He knows yeah. what the punks today are like. You know, uh, People should not follow the government at, at all if they want to be punks. Uh, by the way, I support every single military occupation yeah. and bomber. <laughs> Right. That the United States ever did a T-shirt. It's uh, it's entirely mm-hmm. you know uh, um, something that's. Do you marketed. think metal is better so. than punk in terms of like its politics and the fans who gravitate towards oh. it? Because just like anecdotally, I, I always felt like when I no. when I go to metal shows, I always <laughs> feel like I'm among more conservative people. But when I read metal review websites, I then I'm like, I'm Uh-oh. not so sure anymore. 
I think that there are a couple. See, there are a couple metal <laughs> review websites. Uh, some of the, a couple of the blogs that are extremely far left. Uh, and I extremely far left, not just left, not just far left, extremely far left. They believe people <laughs> should uh, be forced to get abortions before the vaccine to be eligible for the vaccine. You must they get believe, pregnant yeah. and have an abortion <laughs> before you get free health care and a vaccine. Yeah. Or you can get five abortion punches on your card before you can <laughs> 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 extremely far left. Uh, meanwhile, I'm extremely far right. Forget about a COVID vaccine. I think people should get rubella and whooping cough. <laughs> On purpose, yes. yes. Extremely far right. I'm against even the vaccines that came out in 1948. Instead of charging $1,000 for the show, the show should be free and you get a smallpox blanket. <laughs> Upon entry. So there's more gold. I think that that is because of the way that media is. Do you hear about the same? <laughs> this is okay. I'll let him keep talking, yeah, but yeah, we're interrupting too much. The video game uh, media, oh, yeah. uh, very oh, yeah. far left leaning. <laughs> so now he's comparing it to Gamergate, by the way. That's Gamergate where, you know, some girl wrote something like, hey, maybe video games should be less misogynistic and like not have, you know, busty women half naked and then like you know they could just be in the game as you know regular people and that little whole thing so anyway let's keep going. and i think that and and also at the new york times so i think really what it is it's oh wait let's go back that, a little bit so is he saying you're the new york times of metal rob i it's in a way it's kind of a compliment it's a backhanded kind of compliment he's saying so go ahead let, let me uh, go I'm, I'm, uh, uh, very oh, far yeah. left leaning <laughs> And I think that, and and also at the New York Times. So I think really what it is. Wait, I just realized there was a cut there. Like, what, what, oh, maybe he kept coughing. Far left. Um, and I think that that is because of the way that media is. You hear about the same thing with the video game uh, media. Oh yeah, uh, very oh, yeah. far left leaning. <laughs> and I think that, and and also at the New York Times. So I think really what it is, it's the it's that that relationship or the relationships that people build when you work, when you live in Brooklyn and you work in New York. And so you're, whether you're at the New York times or Kotaku or, or the metal blogs that are. He'll name New York times and Kotaku, but he won't name a metal blog. Come on. Shout us out, Phil. In the, you know, in the metal. Would have said metal stuff. sucks anyway. I'm, I'm very distracted by why they have this monitor and portrait view for this interview. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? I actually I thought I thought it was a good uh, strategic uh, thing because like why do you need all the extra like this is where all it's the action swimming. is anyway yeah <laughs> and they don't want to block more of their empty bookshelf <laughs> yeah my concern is more like why is this room so empty like decorated yeah. a little more it's just for those of you on audio uh, it's just a brick set. And two bookshelves with maybe five books on each shelf, and, and the it. Kylo Ren thing, and, and some lights, and a, and a little GOP elephant statue yeah. right in the middle. Might be a piggy bank. A lot of those people, if they don't work side by side or freelance for multiple sites, I know that there's a there's one person. I'm not going to say her name, but she, she Kim Kelly. She freelances for Vox, and she's written for some of the metal blogs as well. Um, and so it's a lot of the same people. Metal Sanaz. So, like, I don't understand, like, what his point is. First of all, he's saying that, like, we all, like, I hang out with all the reporters from New York Times and Vox. Mm -hmm. 
You're and everyone, bubble, Rob, you're all and all of us. And so, like, we have to all have the same opinion to be friends with each other. Otherwise, we won't be friends with each other. Like, you know what I mean? It's just I mean, like, how does that have to? I, I think he's more. People aren't championing my douche canoe views enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just very upset, Rob, that you will not uh, agree with him that people should die of a deadly viral plague. <laughs> so here's what I well, like. Do you have to move to New York if you have these opinions? Like, you know, like, does New York make you have these yeah, opinions? You can't handle it anywhere else in the country. Well, no, I, I do want to interject. That's something I want to touch on, too, is it being out here opened my eyes to a lot of that. Like. Uh, being in New York, I never have to think about I might accidentally talk to a Trump supporter. And I like this is a constant worry. <laughs> if I'm giving anything away, like I'll be yeah, at my but, when you were in New York, you definitely talked to Trump supporters, buddy. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Half the half the city voted for Trump. But they knew they knew like it wasn't as like in your face about stuff. Like whereas out here there's the Trump flags, like in people's front yards and whatnot. There's a I go to like a, a baseball game, like my ne- my nephew's baseball game and i'm talking with like other parents and whatnot because i'm there with my sister and her husband and like some things might dip a little into the politics stuff and then like some morsels come out I'm like oh 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 <laughs> and yeah like they're like, oh. like what do they say like what's an example well, random things like uh i don't know like that blm shit or something will just kind of drop in the middle. i see yeah. just passingly like they're not trying to make a stand but just like uh, like off the cover you're talking about something and then they randomly drop something you're like that's a, that's a problem <laughs> thing or you'll get this you know this fauci bullshit you know the, those little kind of morsels will come out and i like, oh. i agree with sean in the sense that like what rob said is true there are like a good 40% Trump supporters in New York City, but I think it is socially discouraged. Mm-hmm. I think the yeah, Trump okay. supporters are here, but they are like kind of intimidated from speaking up uh, about it much also, more than in other places. Like I, I think about where, where I lived in Hell's Kitchen, like it, was, it was severely diverse and inclusive in that neighborhood, just from like, you know, being Chelsea Jr. to, you know, like they just have a lot of different, you know, like ethnicities in one close area. So you, you didn't really think about that a lot, too. They just felt kind of like you just moved with the flow of the other people around you. Whereas it's glaring when I go to, again to the like a league baseball game and there's the one black kid, there's the, you know, like there's like, you know, like two Latino kids over there, you know, and one Asian kid and then severely pale. You know what I mean? That's kind of funny how we're still calling them like Trump supporters when just Trump is just whacking it all day and playing golf now. Like, you're not even, that's still the all they care about though. I know that's still the only guy they like, it's just amazing. Like, it's not like Republicans, it's not conservative. It's just, he subsumed that whole fucking yeah. wing of politics. Yeah. Cause I got, I mean, I have family members that are conservatives that don't like Trump, you know, that yeah. say that. And, uh, uh, but it's, 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 it's it's vastly overshadowed by just, you know, this kind of cesspool of alt-right kind of Trump supporting stuff. Well, let's get back to this comedy gold. Oh, I didn't know there was more. I'm excited. Obviously, they have a lot of the same politics. Now, I don't think that it's, I don't think that it's broadly the metal world. I think that Metal website get too? out into the actual people. Broad metal. That's another website. <laughs> just a bunch of broads talking about metal. It's baby I, metal when they grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you something, Rob? A yeah. serious question. Like, sure. is this a is this a conservative show that he went on, or is this like a, a yeah. metal conservative show? No, it's, it's not a, a metal themed show. show, right? No, okay. no, no, no. 
politics. Now, I don't think that it's, I don't think that it's broadly the Broad. metal world. I think that when, once you get out into the actual people going to shows, it's yeah, not the knuckle draggers that aren't educated, the, uh, the, and know, then the, some the of them stuff. evolve. They stand upright. They learn how to write and program websites uh, and their political views move to the left because they are intelligent now. <laughs> just hey, explaining evolution you. without realizing it. Media, it does seem like that. Because hey, wait a minute. All, uh, the, you know, the, the left. But I think that when it comes to media, it does mm -hmm. seem like that because it's all the same people. It's and, and if it, and by all the same people, I mean it's it's the same Jews. culture because they hang out together, they go to right. the bars together. They're the same people. They the won't replace us. Side of it, they're the is cultural tastemakers, you know. And what they say. So how okay, this is the part that like really made me laugh. Like they all hang out together, they all schmooze together. Like we, like we all have meetings on like what's the narrative that we're all pushing on Vox and Metal Sucks and Metal Injection and the New York Times. Yeah. <laughs> like what are, what are we getting angry about next week, folks? <laughs> <laughs> against people are drawn to people with like-minded views <laughs> like, I mean, yeah well that's the other thing you know the other thing that i really find humorous about these shows is they always have this common uh critique of the extreme far left that like they're so close-minded they're all in a bubble they only listen to people with their own views Yet, who on this show is a leftist? Who on this show is there to like rebut what he's saying? Right. Like all of these shows, all like they're they're so projecting what's happening because they never you never see a credible uh, left person on well, these shows that are all why about. Why don't you reach people. out to do the counterpoint? Yeah. A good call up rightly. Yeah. You know yeah. what? <laughs> you could be not? you could be in that little iPhone setup That's there. Right. Just your face talking out of this. Uh, <laughs> and then we could do like an A B comparison to see who filled the frame better. I always find it fascinating too how they cling to this cancel culture bullshit, but at the same time, like conservative spaces online are the only ones that are gonna ban you for having a dissenting opinion. They're the only ones that are gonna, you know, just shit on a company if they put up a, a gay like background and they're like like facebook profile image like it's mm -hmm. i don't know if they're really understanding the kind of the cancel culture concept but yeah. because literally what they do non-stop they want to cancel races and, and sexualities and all this kind of stuff. And also it's so weird like somebody does something like less than ideal a blog will post hey here's something shitty this person did isn't this shitty and then the response, like there's this section of the audience that responds like, oh, great here. Now we can't listen to this anymore. It's like, I didn't say that. I just said, look at this shitty thing this person is doing. We agree. This is shitty. Right. And like people just are, are so quick to get mad that something is being canceled when you're just pointing out, hey, this is shitty. Anyway, let's. Let's get back to the side of it. They're the cultural tastemakers, you know, and what they say. So how is yeah, this exactly, Phil? How has this impacted your career, right? Because Here we I go. Follow you on Twitter, right? Nobody reading it can mistake where you're <laughs> coming guy. from on things, no. which is fun for me. No. But I'm saying, if you're navigating the music industry, uh, the media, the critics, the executives, how has that been for you to be so vocally going against the crowd? Has it has it adversely they impacted you? They hate me. 
Like absolutely, they 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 they're people from blog from metal blog. Look at him; he's so proud of himself. Of he's so he's like he's got a chub about it. Don't you love him? He gives you like all kinds of yeah. I I don't hate him at all. I, I love when he says something stupid because it's traffic. I mean, we think he's a fucking idiot. But I, I think his I view. I hate I hate some of his views. I don't. Feel I don't like hate him. Any animosity there. Yeah, I don't wish him any ill will. There's plenty of worse people in heavy metal than Phil Lamonte. You know, right. that's why I think he's like. He's just filling that kind of alt-right troll, you know, kind of vibe. You know? Yeah. He just wants to say things just the way that he said they hate me. Yeah, you're right. You know he's he just pop wood, you know, because he's like, yes, this is what I want with their hate. They're, you know, they're seeing their liberal tears is what I want. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like he clearly has a disdain for our political point of views. Mm-hmm. So in his mind, he thinks when we write about him, like we're he's riling us up when it's like, no, we're just profiting off your dumb ideas. And he's not like John Schaefer, you know, breaking into the Capitol or like yeah. uh, Tim Limbeezes trying to kill his wife. You know, he's the blabbermouth. Give him time. He could still accomplish some of those goals. Wait, side note, do we ever find out if that dude from Mr. Show went to the Capitol too? I haven't heard any follow-up about it since like the week that story broke. But all, but to be clear, a few of his friends did confirm it. Was yeah. Him. I know Tim Heidecker did, and then Danny yeah. told Tweet, oh, he did. Wait, a few, Tim a few, a few, confirmed it, or he yes. went there. No, he confirmed no. it. No, he confirmed that the uh, what was his name? That guy, Jay Johnston. Jay Johnston. Jay Johnston. Yes, uh, that he was there, and a few other people I think confirmed it too. That's sad. It wasn't just him. So anyway, there have been people from blog from metal blogs that have gone out of their way to to tweet at my label to try and get us dropped. Uh, they who's also, that? That's that sounds made up. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, what happened was there was a big controversy. Uh, a big, you know, whatever. Uh, he felt like he needed to take a stand and say that he should be able to say the homophobic slur that starts uh, with an F, oh. and and that you know, like, oh, he's he's friends with gays, but if you're acting like a such and such, then I'm going to call you a such and such, you know, uh, so some stupid thing like that. So I believe that Metal Sucks tweeted that quote, that, that like knucklehead quote, and be like, "Is this what you your label? If this is what you want your label to represent, or whatever?" Which it's and- like they're not trying to get you can they're they're quoting a really stupid shitty thing that you're saying and, and wanting to get comment comment from the label that's like the you you started that uh, yeah. i don't believe they did no it, it just blew over you know obviously John, what they, are you eating i i do believe though that the label had gave him a stern talking to because he I, I recall i mean i'm speculating here because uh it got dropped very quickly but like, like he why, stopped talking about why it. not just have less shitty opinions rather than whining every time one of them gets blown up you know yeah you don't have to do cover like that and there's a little more Wait, yeah, they will not put up oh sorry go, go ahead Sean. to answer sid's question i'm eating a sriracha chicken jerky Ooh. Oh. very nice Good. my name in print without Chips. being critical uh, they're, they're even when even when they say even when I, I will I will say things that they agree with, they'll be like, well, he's they'll be like, well, we kind of agree with this, but this is why we still hate him. And uh, they, they detest me. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that. But I think I think that's yeah, more like of a like like But also, though, I believe they're doing it jokingly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I don't know. 
Maybe I have written it in the past. I'd have to go look through. It's honestly been a while since I've really uh, (laughs) covered the Filibante says something stupid beat. I got kind of tired of it a few years ago. You didn't cover this? No. Okay. Because yeah, because I don't want to give him the publicity. You know, I'm Does he over. Have it. a new album out? I don't even know what he's promoting. I don't think so. He has a new Patreon out. Oh God, an album, and they'll be like the new the band All the Remains has a new album. You might know them from this controversy and not their, from their this two, thing their that two, guy two, tweeted. They're two decades. Yeah, of- way to fucking explain how blogs work, where you link back to other stories you wrote about that person. And guess what? The only newsworthy thing they did in the last three months was some dumb political take that we wrote about and as bad as him using anti-gay slurs is his music is even worse <laughs> so you're still that's still the best thing you wrote about him of uh, of albums they've been putting out it's it's bizarre it's truly bizarre to me i i, I want to pivot real quick is though, it truly bizarre towards what <laughs> we were talking about before we wrap up because we could reorder the entire country I think this is under, it. you know, like a new Article 5 convention. We could reorder our rights. Okay, yeah, this is it. Okay, we could, we could stop here. <laughs> that, was, that was all the fun stuff. You don't want to talk about Article 5? <laughs> is that Phil's new side project band? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about tech censorship. Way too close to MD45. <laughs> <laughs> but something uh, that is is good and you will enjoy is the new album from fractal universe the impassable horizon coming out via metal blade records as one of the most complex and compelling progressive metal works of the year the impassable horizon also features the introduction of frontman vince wilkins newly honed saxophone skills hello which take the french quartet's music to the next level Nothing pleases me more than a little sax and some heavy metal. (laughs) You would think it wouldn't work, but it actually does. Purchase your copy of The Impassable Horizon now at metalblade.com slash fractal universe. Rob's a big fan of the sax. The Impassable Horizon is what I call it when I sit behind Rob at a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's just my ass when I eat too much meat that it's like. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, when you eat too much what? Meat the day before. <laughs> oh, oh. Goo all in my it. crack. <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta have a little more fiber in that diet. I, I am embarrassed how long it took me to realize you were reading something. And <laughs> so I wasn't reading something. <laughs> what? I was saying that it's so conversational. <laughs> it's a pro. Squirted the cold lube in the crack. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I forgot, like, since you've been gone. Oh, it's a great song. Uh, uh, our, uh, our, our listeners have the Weird Al song. accumulated a plethora of the most random drops about you in the years. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I thought you were going to say since I've been gone, we've veered way away from the scandalogical that we used to. <laughs> but, yeah. well, they kind of catch on my butthole. <laughs> Time in my life. <laughs> so what do they do? I just love slow loads. I know we like a zip file just drops or something. Yeah, yeah that's basically what they what, what, what our wonderful metal injection live cast stars have been doing. You know, it's, you can't talk when I'm doing you. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you there. Go ahead. No, 
not at all. That's the point of those. <laughs> well, uh, I joked about Phil Labonte's p- Patreon, but a Patreon that you should subscribe to is the Metal Injection Livecast Patreon. That's our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. For five bucks a month, you get access to the video version of uh, all of our podcasts for the last year plus. Uh, and you get two bonus episodes a month. It's very exciting. And for you know? to Rob's OnlyFans. Yeah, sure. My non-existent OnlyFans. Uh, I wish. I, I would love to have the confidence and be hot enough to uh, do it because it seems like such easy money. Like what? Yeah. I know. I'm saying, Rob, just dump them out on the internet. <laughs> I've given too much away for free already. But I guess it's more about showing support for, for tits that you love than necessarily seeing tits again, seeing tits you haven't seen. This is a very sex-positive show, so I agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but our Patreon, no nudity from us. <laughs> there is yeah. some nudity in some of the movies that we watch along. Uh, and... Uh, uh, this month, at the top of the month, we did a watch along of one of the maybe the worst movie we've ever watched, Kiss and the Phantom of the Park. Oof. Absolutely brutal. Like uh, I, I previously, I would say uh, the Danzig movie was the worst movie we, we watched. Uh, Veronica, which we also have a watch along as one of our bonus episodes. And then maybe Cannibal Holocaust, just because of how truly repulsive like i was just sickened to my stomach partners was pretty bad too partners. oh you would love partners it's like a uh a, a, a buddy cop movie about uh cops going after a drug gang uh if it was made for about eight dollars and completely in brooklyn uh it's a buddy cop movie that like three scenes in completely runs out of budget so the first three scenes look like oh this is a quote-unquote real movie you know and then and then it just it's it's like what are they using a camcorder here like like the video quality just totally leaps back and forth uh so it's that kind of fun where did you find it I actually saw, yeah, it was on, it was on Tubi, but I saw another show reviewed it and I thought we can add our own dimension to this because we're from actually from Brooklyn and uh, you kind of added our, our Brooklyn perspective on these Goombas. I watched a a good one with my old man. I should check out this past Friday. Uh, You ever heard of from 1967 King Kong escapes? It's a, it's one of those ones that obviously is overdubbed for English, but it was, uh, it was on an episode of Stanguli that he, he did like the, you know, the, the chunked it up and, and played it on his show. And it's horrendous. It's the ones where it's like the guys in the suits, you know, it's like, and then they have miniatures and all that stuff. But like, he'll get, the guy will get in the water in the King Kong suit. And the, obviously the suit gets waterlogged and gets, he gets really skinny. <laughs> Everything is horrendous. <laughs> and you can see human eyes. Through, it's just, uh, uh, that reminds me, uh, have you seen the Japanese Spider-Man TV series? Oh, that's fantastic. No, it's it's like basically like Spider-Man uh, is he just fights some um, these like big kaiju monsters and he has his own like Voltron that goes after the it's basically just Spider-Man made into a live action like kaiju movie for no reason. I think you had a hint of like Evil Knievel in there, like rides a motorcycle. With yes. it's, it's Great music, everything. What what uh, channel is this on? Oh, it's old. It's from the seventies. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it's made by what was it? Uh, is it Toho? This the company that makes the uh, that made the they made the um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I think. Oh, Sabian, Sabian. Oh, so it's not. It's not that. I think it's Toho. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Was it Sabian? Is that right? Sabian yeah. did the. Yeah. Sabian, yeah so they did the Power Rangers, but. Toho is what we call Jenny behind her back. (laughs) That's a wow. That's a deep cut. That made my night. (laughs) I don't mind an uncut cock. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Oh man. Audio fidelity, top notch. It felt like she was sitting next to me, Sandra. I'm Twittering as my tussie. (laughs) I always loved how she said tussie. Pussy. Go wonderful, beautiful life now, and we're just all still degenerates. <laughs> yeah, good for her. Good for her. Go into the archives and hear Jenny talking about her tussy. Jenny, who like really just uh, it was a time in her life where she was very open with what she was doing, and it was very educational. Is she not uh, now? Well, she doesn't. She doesn't have access she's to a podcast, so. right? She's, she's I mean, she's uh, yeah, no, but I mean her. Her life has slowed down immensely. She's a mom now. She has, yeah. She has she has twin boys, so it's like, you know, saying moms don't have fun anymore. Rob, is that your your approach here? (laughs) I'm just saying. I believe she's left that life behind. Hmm. Difference between wine moms and mom moms. Yeah, Yeah, she has her fun, just not not with tussies. (laughs) Hey, you you know, she might just not be telling you. True. also yeah, true. When was the last time you talked to her, Rob? We talk occasionally. We 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 speak on Instagram. We'll we'll talk about you know someone one of us will post something and that'll lead to a conversation or whatever. You still didn't really ask, answer my question. When was last? When was the last know, time? A few weeks ago. Oh, okay. Did you ask her if she wants yeah. to come on the show? <laughs> no, I don't think I, that would be like I don't know if we want, we'd want Jenny on the show. She's been on the show since. Uh, huh. Since in she's fact, had children, yeah. In fact, she was here the last time Noah wasn't here before this uh, leave of absence. Yeah, she so. came to your apartment. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, we were talking about that for a really long time uh, with her. Yeah, and maybe. now she just needs a Zoom app. I feel guilty because the last time we talked, like on the phone, she was like, "Oh, you should come uh, visit," and I never did. <laughs> I was like, "I don't." Wanna, I'm sure she gets that from a lot of people. Nobody to, wants to go to Long Island. Long Island. Yeah, it's a schlep. In general, I, I've kind of uh, like my socializing muscle has atrophied. Oh no, which a one lot. Is that? Can we see it? <laughs> it's metaphorical, Sid. Oh, damn it! Just in general, like I, I, you know, I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Plenty of my friends are vaccinated, but. I don't have a desire to go out and hang out, even though six months ago I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have to say that at the rate at which when I was fully inoculated and like we're all just like, what, what are we going to do? Let's do something. Let's do, to, yeah, maybe. You know, that one was like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like one week where like, oh, it'll be funny to do like laser tag or some shit. And then I was like, let's just, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the world has moved on. Like even I, I, I still uh, like I would like to attend a concert very badly. Uh, and uh, you going to go see your friends in the Foo Fighters next week. Well, so today uh, Foo Fighters announced that they're playing the garden in two weeks. Whoa. So I'm like, oh, my God, that's soon. But then I'm like, well, who has plans? Like, it's not like, you know, it's not like there's things 
because uh, they're playing a full capacity show at Madison Square Garden June 20th. Do you have to show that you're vaccinated or what's the story? Yeah, the catch is only vaccinated people can show up. The only unvaccinated people that can come are uh, children under 16 and they have to show proof of negative COVID test. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That I was... Because uh, it's I, full capacity, no masks. That's wonderful. Yeah. Are they charging the children $1,000 per ticket? That's probably <laughs> what it costs anyway. Like the right it's, Well, oh, I'm sure. This is the first <laughs> concert back. I mean, she has a year. And so anyway, the, the point is, I saw that. I'm like, nah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Betraying your friends so soon. I love clip out this conversation and send it to Dave Grohl, right? I now. love Dave Grohl. I love Foo Fighters. I would love to see Foo Fighters. Just uh, the guard. I don't know. Wouldn't, Wouldn't it be, be funny if they pass? What? What if he could get you a backstage I'm not going to ask. Uh, wouldn't it be it's, funny it's, the next time you're grilling with Dave Grohl and you bump into him and he just gives you one of these like... Thought we were tight. <laughs> yeah, because we grill eye. all the time. <laughs> I show up to like one event a year that he's the, the guest grill. I'm grill just saying. I've ever had. Just saying the next time you see him and he, he heard this show because we know that he's a listener. He's a big fan. I don't know if he's a big fan. We've established that <laughs> he's a fan. He has listened. We have established that. So yeah, he definitely also watched our our Guar uh, documentary. Oh. Yeah, he's he's definitely watched some of the Guar stuff because he's quoted it verbatim, like line for line. It was pretty surreal. Just saying, maybe he hears this conversation. Gives you a little bit of that cold shoulder. That's all. Well, here's the thing. It's definitely not the show where I'd, I'd want to try to pull a favor. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I what have to is buy the show t- where you want huh? to pull a favor? Oh, I just mean like it's he just to, he'd want to use a favor on a band he actually likes. Okay. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. No, I'm saying like I, if I were to ask for a Foo Fighters show, this would be a more difficult show to get into for Foo Fighters than like if they were to play in a few months or if they were to play in like Jersey or Philly, just because everyone is going to ask. And I'm pretty low on the totem pole of like Dave Grohl's friends, you know, like there's plenty more people out of me that would get the, well, this is a good way to test that. Maybe you're higher than you think. Yeah. You didn't know how he didn't, you didn't know that he liked your work before and you found that out. Yeah. Also, we're going to work on your self-confidence, my friend. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, can't you just ask and he says no, and then you can still ask for the show in Passaic in October yeah. anyway? Like, what's the difference? Oh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not – I don't think it's worth putting myself out there like that. For I see. Do we Fair know who's open? Uh, no, I don't think they've announced it. They might Zip. just be them. Ziploc colossus because he made it. He was like, he was like, I want to do like. There was something in the quote like, like two or three hours of. They're going to do a long show, so it might just be them. I'm sure they. I'm sure they probably want to end it relatively early. Yeah, like an evening. No, because to file people out. Um, I was really bummed out because I got an email from Ticketmaster and they're like, "Yo, that Rage reunion show with Run Run the Jewels has been rescheduled. It's August 9th. and I was like. Yes, I was, I was actually looking into planning flights and, you know, staying in Airbnb, go back to New York and whatnot. And then when I went to, thank God I didn't, because then I looked back at the ticket, August 9th, 2022. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great, great. Well, the cool wait, thing wait. with that one is it's like, if you're unvaccinated, it's $1,000. If you're vaccinated, also $1,000. <laughs> Raging, fuck it around, they want your money. <laughs> 
I believe it was 190 for every ticket. Jesus Christ. In the in the building, which is weird. For capitalism Hey man, shows are gonna be fucking expensive now. They were already trending like crazy prices, and now I just feel with a year to catch up on. Uh, but also, there's been so many tours announced. I'm like, like you were saying, Sean. You know the the timeline from like, yeah, let's hang out to, eh, we'll see. Like that's gonna happen for shows too. There's like 20 big tours that were announced for this fall already. Who's gonna go to all these shows? Who's gonna go to all these shows? I mean, really, what's the deal? Festivals too. Like there's like 19,000 just fest- big festivals, and they all have nails or you know like, or whatever or pixies or smashing puppies whatever the, the new big reunions are um metallica playing like three nights at something down down south but like yeah yeah metallica and then like nine inch nails in, in between them yeah, right and there's definitely some of those where i'm like oh maybe i'll just fly out to this get like you know get an overdose of bands get like 30 bands in one yeah. uh, i've been thinking about psycho las vegas that looks really good with I, go to, Zig. I go to riot fest every year which is september out here and yeah, I'm because we had the tickets from last year. They now are our tickets this year, and they like sold out like really quick because it was basically the exact same audience from last year just on this year. And um, but I still don't know what that's going to be like too. Is this a vaccine thing, or since it's outside, they don't give a shit, or they, have, they haven't put that up yet at all? Yeah, and also you, you would hope that since it's a little uh, further in the year, that right. all that stuff has resolved itself more. Because it does seem like in New York, at least, cases are really down a lot. Oh, that's good. I, I'm almost like, uh, I, just curious to like go back to like April of last year to like hear our false sense of hope. <laughs> like, oh, maybe Did in like we two weeks. One? I don't know. I don't know. This is not the show to have a false sense of hope, I think. No, but you know, just we were like, like when the shut, like when we did our first show uh, remotely. You know, what, what were we saying? Like, oh, this will only be a few weeks, and then, and no, then we'll be back. I remember vividly what we were saying, and it was, was, it I was that. I was on, yeah, with he, you guys. When I was on yeah. the Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Yep. We, we said uh, that you should not freak out about this, but also take precaution. That was, like, the general consensus in the room. Like, don't – it's probably nothing, but, you know, be careful. Okay. Which is, was very understated to what it actually was, but I seemed think- reasonable at the time. Because nobody, I always, th- I, I, I always feel like people are too harsh on themselves because nobody ever encountered this, and nobody that's living on this planet ever experienced this. Right. So of course we all read it completely wrong, you know. Yeah, I remember the the one that I joined from my couch in Hell's Kitchen. It was very much, it must have been a month into it or something or even a little bit longer because it's very much just talking about how horrible it is. <laughs> like, you know, what's, what's it like in Manhattan doing this, that, blah, blah, whatever. It wasn't like, there wasn't a positive light at the end of that show at all. By the time a month passed, there was already like meat shortages and like couldn't buy Clorox wipes and shit like that. So. I do I do remember that. I remember it was impossible to find masks at first anywhere. Yep. They were severely overpriced. Mm-hmm. It was rough. But yeah. uh, I didn't. I didn't talk to another human being that I knew for over fifty days. You know, I think it was like fifty-three days. When I would just. You mean face to face or at all? Face to face. Okay. Yeah. So I know I told you <laughs> the zooms and shit, but like okay. no friends or family or coworkers. 
know, really in that, in that time. Oh, Cecily I didn't Cecily Strong never came over for a little rub and tug? Whoa. <laughs> a little action? In Janine Pirro makeup? At your request? the best. There's a lot of wine thrown at my chest. That's not wine, baby. You're right. What would it be? He's squirting purple. Is that the episode title? Yeah, squirting Cecily Strong squirting purple? Can we get away with that? Get that specific, get you in trouble. No. Uh, we immediately went to an urgent care right after that. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, I also liked uh, throughout the quarantine, like I, I apparently was pulling a, like a Christian Bale's movie career because I like lost 40 pounds, came back to Chicago, just maxed out on all the all the hot dogs, all the pizza, put on back on 20 pounds. But now, like three or four months ago, lost the 20 pounds again. <laughs> so it's just uh, it's doing like a little fun, you know, kind of going through. That yeah. sounds healthy. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Real great on, on having a fatty liver. You know? <laughs> oh, I got one of those too. Yeah, we did. I have that T-shirt, fat liver. It's almost like yours. It's a little different. <laughs> You're like, everything about your abdomen is great except for your fatty Liver. It's like cool. Great, thanks. Well, I only found out after having to go on uh, cholesterol medication, so everything about my abdomen wasn't great to begin with. On the blood pressure, guys. That's oh, there. Wow. Yeah. Well, on a bright side, oh, Sean, you'll you'll make a great pate when the aliens come mm. down Ooh. to eat us. Foie gressens. <laughs> that's uh, uh, squirting purple. You know? I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So what is it even like like in New York? Because when I went back to my uh, apartment, that was still before the CDC whip everything off kind of shit. Uh, it's pretty like, chill. Yeah. Uh, you're not wearing them on the sidewalks anymore or anything? It's I personally I personally am not wearing on the sidewalks. Uh, uh, yeah. And it's like half and half. But in the stores, mo- I haven't really seen anybody in a store not wearing one. I wear like I don't go into a store without wearing one. I don't want to be a jerk but and public i don't think i don't think it's a big deal and i just the feeling of being able to walk my dog without a mask is very liberating true that was one of the biggest bummers like because when i had to get any kind of fresh air and exercise i just do like figure eights all through hell's kitchen and the sidewalks are obviously very tiny and so you just have to have this thing on just so i can breathe in your own breath and just sweaty beard come when you get back i think it's gross but uh, that would be a lot nicer. <laughs> Hopping around yeah, here. It's not bad. I do have to say. And the outdoor I, dining. Oh, the outdoor dining? Is that still going on or is it still, still going on? They haven't gotten rid of that. So okay. it's nice. I mean, it's more tables for them to make more money, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I did. I do have to say, I went to a movie theater for the first time in like 15 months this past Oh, week. wow. I still haven't done that. And uh, it was lovely. Just, I ate a, a large bucket of popcorn by myself. And I uh-huh. not regret it, <laughs> uh, but it was good. Like I didn't, I wear masks at first too, but like it was, you were able to be very easily social distance in the movie theater. So I felt really comfortable not wearing it. It seemed more like 80% of people in the movie theater weren't wearing them. So mm-hmm. I guess this is going to be a case to case basis. What movie? Uh, Quiet Place 2. Oh, I just didn't see one yet. Me well, neither. I, I enjoyed one. You're a big Krasinski head, though. Yeah, I, yes. Oh, yeah. Gym girl for life. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, the second one, it's it's good, but it's kind of the 
a lot of the same beats as the first one, you know? Like, uh, it's just kind of like with... Just, you gotta be quiet? Gotta be quiet. Still? Not not a great movie to eat a whole bucket of popcorn in. (laughs) (laughs) And just... (laughs) Do my own ASMR for the entire audience. (laughs) I hope you weren't the only one eating popcorn. I was. I'm glad I didn't go with the nachos. I feel like that would have been a little abrasive. But uh, the popcorn is out. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't do the usual, who's this guy? You know, like, it was just too. <laughs> Have you guys seen well? You watched anything? Any shows? Anything good? There's always yeah. good stuff. What are you saying? Um, what's good now? That show, Hacks. Yeah, that Hacks HBO is Max. good. It's good. Yeah, really. Enjoying that. It's like Mrs. Maisel, but like if it was good. It's yeah, like with, the with characters that are likable. Mm-hmm. Oh, every character on that show is in general. Yeah. Yeah. I think it. I think you watch Invincible on Prime? What is that? No. It's a, it's a hard R superhero cartoon with uh, the dude from uh, Robert Kirkman created it. Uh, oh, walking the Walking Dead, Dead guy. But it's got like a shit ton of A listers, like uh, are the voices. For it. I haven't even heard of it. Oh, my word. <laughs> Z-Way on Showtime is also fantastic. Oh, yeah. It makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> That's the point. It's so great. She's like incredibly skilled at making her guests extremely uncomfortable. It's awesome. Yeah, I got to start watching like the episodes. I've only seen like the, the pull. Uh, oh, no. It's all great. YouTube, you know, so it's the Julio Torres, yeah. Phoebe Bridgers ones were outstanding. <laughs> mm-hmm. I watched that uh, Saw sequel. Oh, Chris that? Rock? Spiral, yeah. I just can't, I just can't take Chris Rock seriously in dramatic roles. Like I think he's a really good actor. Yeah. He's a great comedian. I just can't like in that Fargo season. I just yeah, didn't. it was. I appreciated the effort. Yeah, I but, mean, I also bless him. You know, if he making that money, you know, yeah. I don't begrudge him at all. But I just can't enjoy him in a gritty role. Like he's not a gangster. He's not a fucking gritty cop to me. He's like. A funny guy. Like I can't. I want to laugh every time yeah, he says something. One hundred percent agreed. And it's not like he's bad in it. He's not bad in it. Like he's perfectly. Yeah, you know, he has the chops to act in it. It's just can't take it seriously. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to. I can't. How was the father son relationship with Sam Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's yeah. They, to me, they're the same age. I don't know. Like I know they're not, but right. like Sam Jackson doesn't age. I, I just kind of see them as the Is same it that age. much of an age difference between them? Oh, yeah. Probably kidding? 15, 20. Yeah. Sam Jackson's almost 70, I think. No, I think oh. he's in his 70s. I think he's in yeah. his 70s. Jesus. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe yeah. possible. Paul Bear at MLK's funeral. What? <laughs> Sam, look it up. Sam Jackson carried the, the, the casket at MLK's funeral. Oh, I didn't know that, but he's what? 72. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been around forever, you know. He was already like. He was in Do the Right Thing, and he was already like a somewhat older guy, you know? Yeah. Oh, when he was the uh, Rob, the, the restaurant coming to America, that was like his first role. And yeah, he looks like an older guy. Yeah, that's 86, right? 88. I remember and he was even in fucking Goodfellas. I'm like, is Sam Jackson in fucking everything? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. It'd be funny if he's like just an, a, a super being and he's just editing himself into all these old movies, and we just <laughs> I don't believe remember. it. Like the uh, Mandela effect or something. 
Speaking of which, I Googled him and it lists him as an American Gabonese actor. Oh, wow. I did not know he was part Gabonese. Yeah. Mm, Me neither. Learn something new every day about Samuel Jackson. Weird, weird, wild stuff. (laughs) Well, before, like, since we got like 25 minutes left, I did want to. What's up with this uh, guy jerking off with teens? I saw that story story and I heard it. Oh, great transition. I was trying to bring it up. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You know me when it comes to. (laughs) I don't need to finish that joke. Go ahead. So uh, a few weeks ago, it came out that, uh, or video leaked, of David Ellison, now former Megadeth bassist, uh, whacking it. Uh, And somebody claimed that the person he was camming with uh, was underage. And then uh, Ellison apparently got a statement from that person to say that they were always of age. Uh, that they recorded uh, Ellison jerking it without his permission and sent it to a friend, and then the friend is the one who leaked it. And so, uh, go ahead, so, John. What's, so then, what's the? Because that all seems fine. Then, then what's the new news to now? Like, okay. So uh, since then, of course, Ellison was dismissed from Megadeth. He was fired, uh, and. Mustaine totally threw him under the bus saying like how like this was the final straw, like something implying that like there were other reasons that he wanted to fire him. Uh, he threw him under a school bus because Ellison might have liked that. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Someone on our discord, I want I want to give them credit, but I can't remember who it was. Uh, or maybe they linked to a tweet, but it just said like Dave Mustaine really wants to be a Metallica so bad that he threw his own bassist under the bus. Sorry, Rob. So uh, anyway, <laughs> Ellison was keeping pretty quiet. He deleted his socials because mm-hmm. uh, also he was just probably getting tagged and so much stuff and likely didn't want uh, to see people sharing a video of him jerking it with him. They were tagging him in this jerk. Probably, I imagine. Uh, Right? Imagine constantly getting an alert, like, oh, God, another one. Uh, He's whacking it again. (laughs) So he said... when I said I want to play the whacking open air festival, that's not what I meant! (laughs) It's pronounced Vakin. <laughs> I pronounce it any way I want. Haven't you heard a tooth limond? <laughs> I'm a cunning linguist. <laughs> so uh, revenge porn is, of course, illegal here in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And revenge porn is defined as sharing a, a video of someone in a por- pornographic sense without their <laughs> knowledge or consent, which right. which applies here. He did not consent to this video of himself uh, jerking it. And uh, since he claims the woman he was jerking with is 19, there was nothing illegal going on. Uh, she's consented to it. Uh, like she knew what was going on. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Just the little, ask as many the, questions. The minutia of the law. Is it knowledge or consent or knowledge and consent? Do you only need one of the two? 
and it's okay. Trying to do something. So like if you tell someone you're going to post porn of them and they, so they know you're going to do it, but they don't no. agree to it. Is that okay? I don't believe so. What if they agree to it, but then you don't tell them exactly when you're going to post it? I think that's okay. That's okay. Just in case any of our <laughs> listeners are debating. I just want them to know what is allowed and what isn't. Glad we had that sidebar. Yeah. Uh, so See, all, uh, all those videos of me that you got Jane off, you can put those up in 10 years. <laughs> okay. I'm going to put them up in nine right. and then you can sue me. Right. After, a decade, <laughs> after a decade, that surprised me. <laughs> so actually Ellison did go through on on filing these revenge porn charges wow which on the friend yeah uh yes okay. so here's the thing though if you file a police report you have to go into vivid detail about what you're filing a police report on and it's public record mm -hmm. so rolling stone attained a copy of the police report and uh, so he filed this with the Scottsdale, Arizona Police Department. Hmm. And uh, so according to the department, Ellison was sexting with a Dutch teenager who recorded Ellison without his consent. The report confirms the teenager was 19 years old at the time of their conversations and was not underage during their sexual encounters. Ellison told police he met the girl in 2019 when he was signing autographs they've remained friends on social media. Ellison and the girl met again in 2020 in the Netherlands at a hotel lobby to have coffee and a soda, which the report adds there was no physical contact and they just had a conversation. So I don't know. This just like nothing illegal here so far. Still seems a little weird. I mean, I guess probably most band dudes do this, but yeah, you're like feet 40 feet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the report later states that the relationship turned sexual in July or August of 2020. Uh, he stated they had about four to five masturbating encounters. I don't understand. So, like, there's 4.3 masturbating encounters? Like, what? what like, shouldn't you know definitively? No. You know you don't definitively how many times you, jer you jerked off? Maybe one time was over the pants and he didn't know if it should count or not. Oh, I thought this was they were like on cam with each other. Just you know, yeah, just, yeah. But maybe one time he didn't actually take his dick out. He was just rubbing his crotch on his pants. So it's like, does that count? Over the pants counts as point seven times. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Dry burn. The last online sexual encounter was around February 2021. So this is very recently. Uh, wow. uh, oh, she How 20? old is she? she well, I guess she would, she would be 20 or whatever. I guess this, like if she was 19 when the. Oh. So here's. Okay. Were they 19 when they met or were they 19 when the sexual stuff happened? Like, would it, would that make it if, if she was 17 when they met? I feel that makes it weirder. That, that's almost like a grooming thing. Hmm. Yeah. Like, then you're getting I guess the, Ted Nugent territory, you know? I guess that's not quite clear. Like when she turned eighteen, did she turn 18, uh, nineteen before the the jacket videos, or was she nineteen when they met for coffee? Right. Like I, I guess it's still a little weird if they met for coffee and she's seventeen. I don't know. I would yes, I would then agree. But if they just met when she was nineteen and she then he's a rock star, what that's. I mean, it's still weird. It's just not illegal. That, that's, that's, that's what I was about to say. We should watch our terminology because this is all weird. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's not. 
I don't know if it's ethical or not, but it's certainly not illegal to to date a 19 year old. Yes, I think morally, it's not right. But yes, it's not. Illegal. Um, just like, but I think it's also weird when you see people go viral, like they post up on like TikTok or YouTube or something where they're on like, uh, you know that, what's that uh, exclusive dating site for like rich people and celebrities? Rob. Uh, Rob Raya. Yeah. Raya. There's <laughs> the answers to it. Um, they, they'll post up like a 19 year old girl is talking with fucking Chandler Bing or some other woman is like a young woman and that posts up an actual video DM that she got from like Affleck. And like, I feel like that's not appropriate to like, kind of like just put out like other messaging stuff out on like social platforms and whatnot. But. Which, which part is inappropriate? Ben Affleck messaging the 19 year old girl or the 19 year old girl then posting a video of him messaging her? I think both. Cause, I, Cause that one she implied she didn't believe it was him. And then he sent a video DM saying it's me. And then she heard that. The Saddest cameo, cameo ever. Yes. And I like, so that's fine. So one time that I matched with what I thought was Ben Affleck, but then I thought it was a, not somebody, not him, but it turned out to be him. So she I actively matched with him thinking it's Ben Affleck. But then why put the DM video out in public? Yeah. I don't think he, he did anything weird by confirming it was him. Like what? No, no, no. I'm not saying that's weird. I'm just saying like, it's kind of rude. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. Two adults are like messaging each other, and then you put out them on blast as some gotcha kind of thing. Thank you for sticking up for the celebrity, Sean. They I, really. Oh, well, he works for you know big media. Yeah, they protect their own. If you forgot, I was part of that Imagine video that Gal Gadot did. Oh, where are you? <laughs> you were in there at the end. I must have turned it off before your part. <laughs> well, I was the one that filmed it. Off. I was. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I was the AP on that. <laughs> okay, so just just to like uh, put a pit in it, uh, last sexual encounter was February twenty twenty one. Ellison's partner, the sexual, you know, this girl, uh, admitted to Ellison that she had recorded two to three videos of him masturbating without his consent or knowledge. And once the masturbation video was leaked, Ellison was advised that band lawyers would look into things. He was advised by management not to any not to do anything and sit tight. <laughs> Because it would all blow over, the report says. Poor choice of words. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, was this before they kicked him out? And then he I guess so. sued and that's why they kicked him out? No, or... no, no. He was no. and now is trying to sue. Yeah. Management advised him they would have their lawyer team investigate it. The teenager said she shared the videos of Elvison with friends, but wasn't sure how it got leaked out to others. She was remorseful and agreed to send out a social media statement on her Instagram account that she had been a willing, consenting adult during their mutual virtual sexual encounter. Mutual virtual sexual encounter is actually Ellison's side project uh, that he's working on with uh, some of the dudes from Anthrax. Oh, I thought that was a new Spielberg joint coming out. <laughs> MVSE, it's a little close to MD45. I'm just saying. <laughs> so protective of that. So I don't know, like it's like, my what? true heart. It's my project. <laughs> it's my baby. Fuck Megadeth. So Ellison is filing this charge. I'm assuming he's not suing this this fucking poor Dutch girl. Uh, no. He's trying to sue the person who leaked the video. But like this person who leaked the video, there's some fucking schlub. Like what? What, what is he going to do? Get them thrown in jail? You know, like it, what I'm getting at here is this seems. 
like a really bad move for Dave Ellis. It is because I, it just further. Let me just finish, it just further yeah. uh, embarrasses him. It further stains his reputation by going into explicit detail on what happened and it just keeps it in the news for another right. news cycle and it's like what is he really going to win like how is he like what's what does he have to gain think from pursuing it. this it, it think about it if this guy that leaked the video goes to jail that's one less friend that this girl has and maybe she turns back to dave ellison sooner <laughs> he's playing the long game it's another 40 years till she's his age so he's got plenty of time to work oh man <laughs> I don't think that's how they're always going to be 40 years apart. She's not going to catch up to him. <laughs> yeah, but when you're like 90 and 50, like who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, if, even if this friend gets, gets fined, which is maybe might be the, the result, but it's not taking the videos off on the internet. They're there. They're there and they're getting shared around. They're getting laughed yeah, at. they're going to be there forever. Right. Yeah. So there's not really like something that he could get to be like, yeah. Do you think it's from like a moral perspective where he's like, I need to do this just to teach people a lesson so that other celebrities won't have this done to them? Yeah, probably. I mean, what other reason could there be? That's got to be. Yeah. Unless this kid is like got really rich parents. And somehow Dave knows that. Right. Let me see what the revenge porn laws in Arizona are. Like, what? Well, what's the max? Well, is it? Would he be sued in Arizona, or would he be sued where he lives in Denmark? That's, or whatever. That's where the that's where the charges were filed. So it would be. So does this person have to actually show up to be sued, or can he like? How do, can they enforce that if the person doesn't even live on the continent? I don't think the internet has borders. Right? Is that how that works? I don't know. Well, the jurisdiction uh, is where the server is right like wherever like your side of it right whatever you uploaded the thing to uh, i'm not sure uh but so just since this is filed in arizona just i'm going by the arizona law so they have different tiers so uh so there's a a, a punishment for unlawful disclosure of explicit images uh it's a class five felony uh, faces between nine months and two years in prison and a fine of more than $150,000. Uh, and so that's the maximum. Then there's punishment for surreptitious recording. Uh, that's recording without a person's consent, which would also, uh, that would be that, that would then be suing a different person. I he guess, I guess, her. yeah, he would have to sue her for that. So that, that wouldn't count, but it's also a class five, penalty uh fel- class five felony nine months one and a half years in prison hundred fifty thousand dollar fine punishment for voyeurism uh viewing someone in a private setting like so that's just recording someone without their knowledge uh class five felony nine months to one and a half years in prison hundred fifty thousand and uh and then there would be copyright protection laws <laughs> copyright well like if i guess it would be copyright uh, A victim of non-consensual pornography may use copyright laws to demand the removal of the images from whatever site or publication has displayed. Oh, I see. That's just to take it, take down. But as soon as you take it down off Twitter, like 10 other bot accounts are going to post, you know, like it's out there forever. Is he famous enough that people would go to that much trouble? Like Aaron Andrews, I can understand. Dave Ellison. 
And also, people would want to see Aaron Andrews naked. I can't imagine anyone wants to see. I'm still stunned that a 19 year old woman would. In any context, that's mind blowing to me. To a metalhead, at least maybe. Not, I was, no they met at an autograph signing. I know it's not an excuse. Sevenfold. I'm not. It's, I know it's not an excuse. I'm trying to think like, what could be going on there? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I, He's like a pastor. He's not even like a cool guy. He's not even like a cool guy. Yeah. Now. What's that? But what's that old phrase? It's like uh, you see one bassist dong and you want to see them all. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. She was a collector. Right. Yeah. So she has his dick now. Yeah. Well, on like, a hard drive those, at least. Who those women in the sixties that would take plaster casts? Pla- plaster caster sisters. Yeah. This is like a. Jimi Hendrix's dong and shit. <laughs> and Kiss wrote a song about it. Mm. What was the song? Plaster Caster. It's called Baruch Ata Adonai. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite Kiss songs. Reminds me of my youth in Haifa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to see their fucking uh, biopic that they're oh involved <laughs> It's coming out soon. It's filmed uh, 90% in the Negev Desert. Uh they're all being At least by the sisters from that band Haim. <laughs> I was going to say, at least they're not going to be acting it, I hope. Imagine they, if they cast themselves. It's going to be like a Stan Lee situation. They'll find a way to get a cameo in there. It's like you need to have the the subject div, you know, divorced from the project to get the real story out. Jeans yeah. is going to make him look like this god king. Emperor. Of course. Yeah, it's not going to be the real story. It's going to be a fairy tale. Yeah. Lots of product placement. Believe me, Robert, when I was filming the Kiss Phantom, I I plotted on my keister too many times uh, to want to film another film. I will not be in this one. That guy's a Trumper dude, right? Yes. Very Trump. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not fan. sure he is. At the beginning, at the very least, he said, give him a chance. I don't know that yeah. there's anything more than that. Yeah, I think he's defended something, but I don't think he's said that he's a Trump guy. Trump was he's so criticized him too. He gives me nachos and spilkies in my Ganekdel uh, Gazoink. I do remember during <laughs> during Trump's uh, a, a presidency, there was one story where like it was like the same day that uh, maybe Kanye West was there that. Gene Simmons was at the White House and he okay. gave a speech at a at a podium that wasn't used for the entire Trump presidency because Trump didn't elect that department head. <laughs> so that person didn't have any press conferences there. So he just walked up to some podium and started uh, uh, to hanging out there. Uh, Gene Simmons was at the uh, oh at the Pentagon. He gave a press briefing at the Pentagon. Why? Why was he allowed in there? So this happened in May of 2019. Uh, It's, of course, the headquarters for the U.S. Department of Defense. It hasn't been used for official business in in a year. (laughs) The last time that room was used for official business was the year before Gene Simmons was there. And uh, a fairly literal dust had to be brushed off the lectern (laughs) because of how long it's been. And uh, Simmons was there to, quote, thank the troops he also talked about the values his mother instilled in him as she survived concentration camps and came to America. 
Simmons choked back tears as he oh, told God. the room how his mother was 14 when she was put in a Nazi concentration camp, survived, gave birth to him in Israel, and came to America. He was there to help promote military service and thank service members assembled. Rob, be fair. The reason he was choking back tears is because they told him he couldn't put a KissMerch.com banner up behind him on the wall. <laughs> yes. For my time uh, on the Kiss Phantom film, I just like to be around uh, rooms that are full of unused bombs. <laughs> I did say that 12 part Ken Burns documentary about this candidacy is, or this presidency is going to be fucking lit. Oh my God. <laughs> Seven of those episodes are about Gene Simmons <laughs> giving a speech in the Pentagon. Imagine if Ken Burns was like a huge Kiss fan and just did like a 12 part series about Kiss. <laughs> Instead of jazz or whatever. Yeah, like one one minute of one episode it mentions Trump and they just sold it as a Trump documentary. (laughs) It's the band too. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, before we go, I want to talk about our Spotify playlist. Every week, we each pick a song we add it to our playlist. We call it the Metal Injection Livecast Music Break. You can search for it on Spotify or hit up any of our episode pages. We have a embed uh, on all of our uh, archived episodes with the songs we picked that episode. And this week, I went for something a little different. Typically, I try to pick something heavy, something a little metal. I went for a little jazz from John Dankworth. And you just orchestra. picked this because he's got the word dank in his name? That's what my uh, guess was. That's no. Uh, <laughs> that's an added bonus, but I've actually been listening to a lot of Gorillas this last week. It came back on my radar, and uh, that first album is really, really good. And there was one song, uh, Rock the House, that has a, a very familiar sample at the beginning of it. And I couldn't figure out what the sample was. And I learned this week, there is a uh, website called who sampled. It's like the Wikipedia of samples. It's fucking brilliant because they will not only tell you all the song sample, they will point to the moment in the sample oh, wow. song where the sample uh, was taken from. And so that sample was from this guy, John Dankworth and his orchestra. And, uh, this album is really, really good, and I just kept listening to it, and then uh, the song that I picked is not the song sampled in Rock the House, but it is instead another banger called Switch. East East St. Louis Boogaloo. But if you want to hear the uh, song that's sampled, it's Modesty Blaze or Blase, Modesty Blase. Who knows? So that's my pick. In my mind, I'm just imagining that it was a sample of like a white power band. And then you had to pivot to something else. Like, wow, Gorilla sampled Rahoa. I had no idea. I can't put that on the playlist, though. Goddamn cancel culture. Johnny Dankwood is actually the stage name of David Allen Coe. <laughs> so Darren, what did you pick? I picked the song by Beatallica. I don't know if we've ever discussed them on the show, but they're a, a uh a Metallica cover band that does Metallica songs in the style of the Beatles. Well, they kind of really just do mashups of Beatles and Metallica songs, like either Beatles music with Metallica lyrics or vice versa. And, and I want to uh, add that Lars is a big fan of of them because apparently 
in the earlier days of YouTube, they kept getting copyright strikes from Metallica. And then Lars personally intervened and like granted them whatever hmm. licensing they needed. That's a big statement. It's the Mr. Lawsuit happy motherfucker. Well, uh, that's not true. They like to protect their asset, but they like there was that cover band that they, you know, their legal team aggressively went to sue and then they uh, like, you know, gave them a one dollar licensing contract or something like that. Mm. Uh, but they do go out, like I saw they went after a lipstick company. They go after like companies that try to use the phrase Metallica. So like a lipstick company tried to do like a chrome lipstick and call it Metallica and they sued them. So like that's that why was with one L. Would they be allowed to do that? I don't think so. Wow. That's weird to me because like there's no marketplace confusion between a lipstick and what Metallica does. You yeah. Know? Unless you, it, like you, was you the Metallica think- logo or something. Mm. You could think if they're, they're if endorsing they're- it. You're saying. Yeah. Well, they 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 won it. Like the the lipstick company ended up changing it. I remember that's All just right. one example. I think they, they called it Molly Crew instead. <laughs> it feels like cool. Can I get a free sample? Right. Vince <laughs> Neil is just like, sorry, I can't talk. I'm a little gassed out. <laughs> yeah. All right. My well, we'll call shot. Tommy. My voice yeah, is shot. My voice is shot. Yeah. So anyway, the song I picked is called "The Thing That Should Not Let It Be." Nice. And uh, uh, Sid, what did you pick? It's simply I uh, picked my favorite Queens of the Stone Age song, which is "If Only." That's all. Just like that song a lot, so I picked. Stop yawning. Uh, and and Sean, wow, you, sorry you, to you, bore you. Yeah, I like Queens Please. of the Stone Age. I uh, one of the last concerts I've seen. He's Sean bored. <laughs> uh, I threw in a, a two for Tuesday as well. Uh, on this uh, rock railroad trip that we are but uh, <laughs> it's a Sean Rock Block. That's good because those songs you like are eight seconds long, anyway. Pretty much, pretty much. So one of them is from a band called Dope Body, um, and they're they broke up I think recently a little bit, and um, it's they would fit in perfectly on like a like an AM rep record like record label. It's like just some songs are like noisy disjointed stuff sometimes they're just straightforward rock bangers and then like some get like really heavy and some are kind of like dance on this garage pop like they just they just throw in the whole kitchen sink and the song that i put in there um is like a slow burn that that gets into this very cool relaxed chaos and uh, i think everyone would dig it it's called repo man and uh the other one is just just a real smack in the face just kind of heavy chaotic band that's called bungler and the song is called drowning in oil and i like it because there's the chorus is just a guy screaming kill the head stop the body over and over and i only always remember it every time i watch like a zombie movie and it comes up and i just did that last night and uh i was like that song was fresh in my head so there you go. all right so that's our Spotify playlist. Check it out. And uh, one last thing before we go, I do want to mention our top live cast fans of the week. Every week, we like to give a shout out to our top live cast fans. Oh, how could you be a top live cast fan? You ask Rob. Well, if you hit up our Patreon and double that to the $10 tier, not only do you get all the bonus episodes, you get the video versions of uh, our weekly episodes. You get Sid's column about TV shows and stuff. You also get a little shout ski at the end of the show ski, which is right now ski. Hmm. And uh, how should we do it? Sean, do you want to do you want to do the shout outs? He doesn't have to list. No, <laughs> I, I want you to do it. 
And he doesn't profit from our Patreon. Why would he do the work for us? Okay. And I'm the number one fan. <laughs> do it as what you think John Dankworth would sound like. I don't know. We're not in the habit. He can read. What are you talking about? Like, no, I'm telling Rob. Oh, okay. But John, geez. John Dankworth is just a a, a windpipe musician. What are those called? Wind <laughs> instruments. What are they called? Yes, he 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 plays his larynx. <laughs> like a flautist? A bagpipe, you mean? Flautist. No, what are they in, like uh, trombone, saxophone? What are those? What, wind instruments? Name? Wind instruments. So not pipe. That's just, it's just no. a wind. Yeah. Rob, you're a wind you're instrument. Like, what, 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 is it an oboe? <laughs> He's Gabonese. Wind instruments <laughs> is the is the phrase I was thinking of. The person that plays oboe. <laughs> Is that an oboe? What is that phrase? But, uh, it's an oboe. Oboe. Oh <laughs> Thank you. That's I got that one right. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Rob. Talk about your wind blowing. It's okay. <laughs> here's uh, here's what we got. We got our good buddy Eric, who I'm sure probably does not like deep dish pizza like Sean does. Then we have Rob Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin, who uh, is probably friends with one of those Trump supporters that Sean ran into. And uh, then we got Benjamin, who also enjoys cooking hot dogs on the grill. And then we have El Duderino, who does not have a Wu-Tang flag hanging, Wu-Tang flag <laughs> hanging in his room. Or a flag. <laughs> that Wu-Tang flag is nothing to fuck with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, man, we, <laughs> we got we got Dan R. The R stands for ravishing. Okay. Then we have Mindy Mayer's Kippa. Uh, that's something you put over your head, Sean, to cover oh. that bald baldness. Yeah, a kippa is like a, a nickname for a yamaka. Oh. Uh, Croc Destroyer. Uh, I I have nothing. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I'm I am speechless. Uh, Sam, I am I I as oh you got me this week, Sam. <laughs> you got me a little misdirection. Then we have Jander, who prefers a ranch Dorito bag than the traditional Dorito bag. Cool ranch. We, you mean? I, wait, I realize it's no longer cooler ranch. It's back to the. It was too cool. Yeah, they had to go they back. To, yeah. They were putting too much cool in it. They, the cancel culture came for them. Hold down the cool. <laughs> too cool. Yeah, I guess right. I guess with the new the newish design, they pulled it back. Sad. Sad really. Sad. <laughs> uh then we got uh Shasur Sasusitz. Uh and the crustacean sensation, aka God Stomper, hmm. crustacean sensation. Still, still a little bitter about that. Uh, we have Dallas, who is a wonderful person. I think, I would say, Rob of Vampiro. How many motherfuckers? Then <laughs> we got a few more. Five more. Hugo, Hugo likes tacos, and maybe I'll have some tacos for dinner. Lando Danks. To go check out that uh, <laughs> musician in my in my pl- Spotify playlist. You guys might be related. Lando Danks and John Dankworth. Lando Danks is a really good name. It's fun. I like that. LaCroix. 
Scooby Doo 182. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and finally, Douglas, how are you? Levison. Bless your hearts. Thank you for being top livecast fans. Thank you to all of our livecast fans. Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting us into your ears for the last 90 minutes or so. And, we love uh, you. We, we and love you. Do you have any, any, any parting no. words, Sean? I just did. <laughs> I love slow loads. <laughs> I will fuck your butts. <laughs> I will fuck your butts. Sean, I also want to thank you for that real sick burn you did on us that we have too many Patreon subscribers giving us. Yes, sorry, Sean. (laughs) Wow, I feel like a real loser now. What is this? Fucking all these customers and clients and audience members. I thought you guys were punking me. Like, hey, we're just going to keep, keep going for four hours. She caught us. We just made up all those names. There's no Patreon. I was like, you me over the time. <laughs> yeah, we just brought you on so that we could spend the whole time just reading fake names while you wait. Oh, yeah, this isn't airing anywhere. Right. Yeah, this is just to waste your time, Sean. Rob, Take did you remember to, to record it so he would hear that this is being recorded thing in the beginning? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I do it on Thursdays now. This is a whole big ruse. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't do it on Thursday either. Yeah, so it's over. over. There's actually never been a podcast. It, it was yeah. all just a waste it, of time. Right. Even when you were there live, this is all a long con on you. This is just a big elaborate escape room my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The big saw trap. That's right. <laughs> and there's no Chris Rock to save you. Cool. Uh, no, I guess the last thing I got there is thank you for uh, inviting me back on here. I always love this. I always love seeing you guys. And hopefully, uh, when I'm come back uh, in August and stuff, I can see you all in person. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right, folks. We hope to see you in person one day. We love you. Bye bye. We love you, baby. Mm. Let me relax inside your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst one.